The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Quite strange, uh, and I want to discuss something that is near and dear to my heart, but something that also makes no sense. So let me preface this by saying, I have come in my short time of hosting radio in New York City about New York sports sports teams on WFAN, that New York City doesn't really care about basketball. They don't. They don't care about local New York basketball almost at all. And there's like reasons for this, and they really don't matter that much to you, I'm sure. Um, the Nets aren't seen as a New York team. They keep trying to buy teams. It never works. They dominate national news in the basketball world, but honestly, New York fans just don't really give a shit. Secondly, the Knicks haven't been good, and they've been largely irrelevant ever since, like, the Riley era. So they're owned, obviously, by a man in James Dolan who probably rivals Dan Snyder as most popular owner in all of sports. I have nothing negative to say about James Dolan, However, lots of other people do. So imagine, Brock, my surprise, as a lifelong Portland Trailblazers fan, that I open up an article, a hit piece, on Blazers owner Jody Allen in the New York Post. Why would they do that? doesn't make any sense. The second I saw this, I put my sleuthing hat on because let's be real. Shit like this doesn't happen. New York Post doesn't care about us. New York fans don't care about us. You have to fight just to get New Yorkers interested in Kyrie and Kevin Durant fighting their way out, forcing their way out of the nets. Why would they care about Portland? The quickest answer is they do not. They don't. And so to me, it seemed very bizarre that they would write this piece. So I started to read the article in depth. It's like a 5,000 word think piece. And the New York Post is not noted for their 5,000 word think pieces. It's noted for their 200 word stories with eight tweets embedded. This is not Pulitzer Prize journalism here. So I went to the author, the only think linked was the name S. Nathan NYP. Anonymous author publishing a 5,000 word hit piece on one of the major newspapers in the world. The author has written exactly two pieces in his or her history of the New York Post. One was a PR spin piece redeeming Brian Williams, noted liar, and the other 
was this vicious, ugly hit piece on Jody Allen. So I started to read. And it was an absolute hammer job. Just uh, like a hatchet on her reputation. Literally everything Jody Allen has ever allegedly done was dragged out and dissected in depth. And this includes the following allegations by the author. And it's going to get weird. So I just need you to hang on. I need you to hang on, Brock. She created a toxic environment in Portland. She still is. That's pretty normal. Lots of teams do that, right? That happens. She allowed Neil Olshay, former GM, to basically run the most dysfunctional front office this side of Phoenix, which led to his firing and that Jody Allen knew about it and did nothing to stop it. Okay. That's like shady. It's bad. Okay. All right. Uh, that Blazers CEO Chris McGowan resigned because of frustration with Jody and this other guy, Cold, who is Paul Allen's college roommate and friend who's basically running the team. And he's she's now allowing Burt Cold to make all the decisions. Okay, that's fine. Here's one that I thought was a little strange, that she ghosted Damian Lillard and did not return his emails. That one went viral. That's the one in this whole list that went viral. Okay, not probably a great move. All right. Uh, that she bought European cut boxer briefs for her security detail and asked them to put on a fashion show for her. That one caught my attention. But it was this one that really took the cake. It was this one that had my mind blown. I'm gonna read the first, the full, full quote here. Former members of Paul Allen and Jody Allen's security detail, including veterans of elite military units, great, said in sworn depositions in 2012 that Yes, she sexually harassed bodyguards, but she also directed them to smuggle animal bones out of Africa and Antarctica. At least two former employees said that they heard themselves that Jody had smuggled ivory out of Africa, which is in violation of U.S. and international law. Though none admitted to actually seeing her do so. What? Giraffe bones? You can't make this up. The USDA actually destroyed 72 pounds of giraffe bones. Allegedly stolen and smuggled. So how big is one just like a femur of a giraffe? Is that itself 72 pounds? And if you Google, just Google, smuggle giraffe bones. Because I thought to myself, what do you make with giraffe bones? Do you turn them into dust and then turn that dust into like a fake diamond? Do you snort that dust? Do you put that dust into your smoothie in the morning? Do you put it on the flakes of your kale salad? Like, 
what are we doing with this? Do we do you make furniture out of it? So I googled furniture, maybe that. So I googled what do we use giraffe bones for? Nothing. There's nothing there. Then I googled smuggle giraffe bones. I thought maybe if I got a little context into what people were finding and doing with this, then I would understand her motives. I swear to God, the only thing that comes up if you Google smuggle giraffe bones is just Jody Allen and Paul Allen. That's it. That's all that comes up is just article after article after article about them. So they're like the only people in history on the internet to have ever tried to steal the bones of a giraffe, which means, which means probably like iron fist. There's some like ritualistic thing where they turn it in. They've got this like map and then they find an ancient tattoo artist with this giraffe bone and this metal bowl and they do a ritual and then they turn Jody Allen into the iron fist. That's the only way I can think it makes sense, which to me, it's worth losing your team over. You know, honestly, if you're going to be the Iron Fist, it's pretty much no one who can stop you, even the New York Post. So, and um, Larry Miller, Larry Miller pops up all over this article. Um, He's the former president of the Blazers and a former executive of Nike, also of the Jordan brand. Uh, you might also know him as a guy who made news earlier this year by asking forgiveness uh, to a woman for a man he murdered 30 years ago, asking his wife for forgiveness. Why am I reading this? Because there's always a motive, right? And here it is. Larry, Larry Miller said this, it's time for a change in ownership. Stable, good, solid ownership is what leads to winning. You can't win if you don't have solid, consistent, reliable ownership. Portland has definitely not had that since Paul passed. The issue is that Bert doesn't want to sell and he will drag this out as long as possible. By the way, if you've been under an NBA rock or just not on the internet, Jody Allen, 24 hours ago, put out a memo saying that the Blazers were currently not for sale and that they will not be for sale, most likely for another 10 to 20 years. Let me ask you this. What other owners that aren't going to sell their team for the next 10 to 20 years put out memos saying that they're not selling the team and that the team is not for sale. They just continue doing business, right? And don't sell the team. Like that pretty much tells you everything you need to know. So I see that memo and I'm like, I know I know Phil Allen put in a bid for $2 billion to buy the Blazers. And then I see this hit piece and it all clicked. Why would this be coming out? And it's because Phil Knight is going to pull pull that Portland Trailblazers franchise from Jody Allen's cold, dead, giraffe bone acquiring hands.
and he's going to do it using any means necessary. He's going to use the New York Post. It's only just begun. He's going to probably use the Sun in Britain. He's probably going to use New York Times. He's probably going to use LA Times. I mean, the Oregonian, we're probably already going to see something with Oregonian. I bet he makes a shoe with proceeds going over to Africa, like the anti-poaching shoe with fake animal prints, giraffe print on the shoe, just to try to create a marketing campaign out of it. So you've got an anonymous, detailed article in a major newspaper that absolutely cares zero about Portland, alleging everything under the sun against current owner of a Portland team. Just a couple of weeks ago, after she said she was not going to sell the team to Phil Knight, by the way, didn't even take his calls, according to this article, who just made a massive bid to buy the franchise, you don't need a conspiracy theorist, baby, to see the writing on the wall. The lesson is this. Billionaires get their way. There is almost no clean and squeaky billionaires. Almost none. Unless they acquired it from their inheritance. And that guy who acquired the billions, probably not squeaky clean either. And if a guy like Phil Knight wants to buy your team and is giving you a fair offer and you have to sell that team and you are being a see you next Tuesday by telling him and the world that you're not selling the team for another 10 to 20 years, get ready. And you're not squeaky clean and you're buying European boxer briefs for your security detail and asking them to parade around for you. You better expect for those dirty European boxer briefs to be aired out all over from here to kingdom come on every national news source that we can find. This is just the beginning, baby. Because Wall Street Journal is what comes next. Emergency segment. Emergency. Emergency. Wee-oo, 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 wee-oo. Shit is popping always at the Summer League. And while this show was being recorded, James Harden has signed with the Sixers and the terms are kind of shocking. James Harden is taking a $15 million pay cut for next season that allowed Philadelphia to elevate the roster with their sole focus on a championship run in 2023. He opted out of his $47 million player option and now plans to sign a new two-year deal with the player option in year two. This is what Shams tweeted. Wow. Still so much for that myth that he's the most selfish player in the NBA. Also, is $35 million really a pay cut for James Harden? Like, I don't think so. I don't know that he's worth $35 million, but hey. Also, still, I want to know, how does James Harden look? How does he feel? He's been fat. He's been out of shape. His hamstrings been in shambles. He's been doing hookahs all over the world. And we all remember the blue jumpsuit. We all remember the blue jumpsuit. Cue the Shams follow-up tweet, because you know there is one, right? Find it for me. Find me the Shams tweet. All right, here it is. Everyone around Harden has understood the focus on his workout regimen this offseason and a championship goal 
for 2022-2023. His close relationships with those around the organization, including Michael Rubin and Daryl Morey, played a major role in trust between the two sides. So not only did James Harden take a 30% pay cut, he made promises, false promises, that he would come in shape this season. He would come into the season in shape. I promise you I'm going to eat better. I promise you I'm going to work out. I'm cutting down on the hookah. I'm cutting down on the strip clubs. I'm cutting down on the wings. Look the f*** out, people. Is big game James back? No, he's not back. But maybe, just maybe, James Harden wasn't the issue in Brooklyn. Maybe the team was already toxic, and maybe James Harden and his one hamstring saw it before anyone else, and he pulled the ripcord like Goose in Top Gun. And maybe, just maybe, Sixers with a healthy Embiid, a in-shape Harden, a Tyrese Maxey, and a P.J. Tucker, this team might be a problem next year. A problem maybe in the second round of the Eastern Conference playoffs because this if this team can't win next year though which they won't it's a process part two when Embiid forces his way to play with Jimmy Butler in Miami okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.